0: Welcome to the Giving Voice to Depression podcast.
1: We're your co-hosts, Bridget and Terry. Each week, we explore a different perspective on or expression of depression because it varies in form and severity affecting us differently. Our guests share intimate details of their struggles, coping strategies, and recovery. We keep it real because the struggle is real. We keep it hopeful because there is hope in spite of what depression tells you.
0: We're not experts or therapists. We're sisters and best friends who live with depression and know that talking about the illness reduces stigma and humanizes the experience, making it safer and easier to ask for needed support. You are far from alone. Terry. Hello, Bridget. We were talking the other day about the fact that there are a lot of people who listen to our podcasts who don't seem to be tapping into the social media presence that we have in particular, our very heartwarming and supportive Facebook community. Mm. And there are people online who read these comments regularly, even daily. And we do post daily, and yet they seem to not listen to many or perhaps even any of our podcast episodes, Mm -hmm. which I just think is interesting. But today is kind of cool because our guest brings those two halves of our mission together.
1: His name is Scott, and he listens to this podcast regularly, and from it, he learned of and joined our Facebook community. Then, when he heard an episode that planted a seed that eventually led him down a different path of recovery, he posted on our Facebook page that he had learned something that he thought could help others in the group. And today, he's here to tell us about it, a full circle of community and communication.
0: And that's pretty much the founding principle of giving voice to depression, Terry, that by sharing our stories and our experiences, we can all learn from each other and hopefully shed some more light on depression's dark path. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to talk with Scott, a 31-year-old father and husband, and he's talking to us from Texas.
1: The episode that's the first domino in this caring sequence is called Genetic Testing for Personalized Depression Meds. We'll link to it in case you missed it. Scott, who minored in health science, was intrigued.
2: And I've always kind of wondered if there is some sort of predisposition to mental illness and depression on the genetic level. Genetic testing is a very big thing right now. You know, you see 23andMe or Ancestry DNA commercials on TV all the time, and I've thought previously, I'm like, okay, well, if they can tell us, you know, if we're one fifth of of a percent from some nation, why can't they tell us about mental function with a DNA test? There's so much information that's packed into DNA. Why couldn't it tell us more than just where
1: we came from or anything like that? Scott listened to the episode and filed away the information.
2: I just kind of filed it into the back of my head. I wasn't going to jump and order tests or anything like that right from the get go. I didn't feel that I needed to. I was kind of under a good treatment plan at that time and um, kind of felt like had things under control. You know, I figured if it isn't broken, don't fix it kind of situation. So just held on to it. Until? Until. So kind of everything fell apart early in June of this past year.
1: Scott's grandmother, who he loved dearly and thought of as invincible, lost her battle to alzheimer's
2: it was very hard and i took it very hard
1: before he even had a chance to process or recover from his loss he got what he called kind of earth-shattering unrelated news his depression and anxiety flared
2: and i remember being done with work closing my laptop and just going and getting in bed and basically pulling the covers up and breaking down, not knowing what was going to happen, what I was going to do. Um, The thought of suicide did cross my mind, just because that's always something that creeps in and kicks the door open sometimes.
1: When his wife came home, she knew this was different. With Scott's permission, she reached out to their parents, activating their support network. After long, understanding talks, Scott decided to see a therapist— They had what he calls a very typical intake appointment. Then she asked about his physical symptoms.
2: This is kind of where things were turned really, really interesting for me. Um, The main thing I told her was my complete lack of energy. And she proceeded to ask me questions, and it was almost like she had read my life story and was asking questions, basically quizzing me on my past just with health and with energy and with how that is has linked to my depression and so you know i think i must have had this really kind of confused look on my face after she asked me all these questions and she said i am willing to bet money that you have this specific genetic mutation
1: she was referring to the mthfr gene mutation which is a very handy acronym for the nearly unpronounceable methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase gene. We're not even going to try to explain all the science, but suffice it to say it produces an enzyme that plays a key role with regard to many aspects of physical and emotional health, including converting some B vitamins into a usable form. We'll link to some articles and talk about it at the end of this episode, too. So, David has the blood test with another doctor, and it confirms the mutation.
2: And so he, you know, has this printout, which basically, in very scientific form, basically says that I am physically unable to process this vitamin, which leads to energy production, but is also linked to depression and anxiety, and then other medical conditions which haven't manifest so far in my life. And the amazing thing about this is. He said, the fix is so easy. All it is is you take a prescribed supplement, and that's it. So it's basically as if any normal human being took it in, their body metabolized it, and then they you know took that out and put it in capsule and then gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're not using humans. that. Who knows yes. what kind of lab work?
1: He gets a prescription for the supplement, orders it from an online supplier his doctor recommended as more affordable, and waits.
2: They showed up in the mail. I put one in my hand and I took a picture of it. I sent it to my wife and I said, here goes nothing, you know, and took it that day. By the end of that week, I kind of realized I'm like, I'm not tired. I don't need to take a nap. My eyes aren't falling. I actually feel like I could get up or I had motivation to do other things. And so, yeah, I've I've been taking it for a few weeks now. And I can tell you, I don't know... Whether it's that, I don't know whether it's the placebo effect. I don't know. I feel like everything is under control and I'm in a good place, Um, which is a pretty big change from just a couple months ago. And the, you know, those of us who get to drag around the suitcase with depression on it know the feeling where. You feel like you're falling apart. Your world is crumbling. There's no way getting out. Um, I haven't felt this way in a while, in quite a long time. Yeah, it's been awesome. And so I figured, you know, the reason why I messaged you was there's got to be other people out there that might be feeling the same way that could potentially
1: find some help with this. There's a, a saying about respecting people who come, well, who go back into the fire, Uh, with buckets of water and I am just in awe that you know you've only been out of it for months but that you almost immediately wrote us and said you know there's there's something that's helped me and I I think that's wonderful that you have been where you were and are already trying to bring what you've learned to other people so that they can get out faster because that literally was the uh, intention of this whole project.
2: When you're in the thick of it, it's all-consuming and you can't think of anything else outside of it. But once you get outside of it, you want to go grab the people who are inside of it and yank them out.
1: Scott has hope for a number of reasons. That outreach, connection, and the sharing of information and hope is more possible now than it has been. And that we, all of us, are just the people to lead that effort.
2: I feel like... This podcast and kind of the new, let's say, resurgence of people who are willing to speak about mental illness mm-hmm. is drawing attention to the fact that there's a battle that's going on that you people can't see at all. And now that people are being more vocal about things, it's showing that there is an actual need and there's help that's needed and
1: and available.
2: And available. And a lot of the times the people who are the most equipped to help are the ones who've been through it or have just come out of the tunnel. And um, it's hard. It's challenging. But, you know, if we can help, then that's what we can do.
0: Oh, Scott, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And it is actually kind of amazing when we were doing the research for this show we learned that roughly 30 to 45 percent of us carry this mutation it's a, a a variation on a on a little they call it a snip it's a little piece of our dna And some of them are way more serious than others. Lots of people walk around, you know, without any expression of those genes, probably because they're managing it um, with diet and lifestyle choices. But basically, it's a DNA test. They swab the inside of your cheek to get a little bit of saliva, or they can do it through a blood test. You can do it through your doctor, or there are many sources online and the ones I saw, Terry, were like 100 to $200. Often insurance will even cover it. Mm-hmm. But it might be cheaper to just pay for it. Um, with my insurance plan, it's cheaper for me to pay for it. But the gene, it's it's super important. I mean, it affects so many different aspects of our physical and emotional health. It's been proven to have a direct link with bipolar, anxiety, depression, ADHD, strokes, um, heart disease, migraines. And that is because it's all really about this key word called methylation. And methylation is a, a metabolic process that we all have. And it... Um, well, what it really does is it cleans it cleans or detoxifies us. And when it's not working right, things can't repair themselves. By things, I mean DNA. And uh, it's – a lot of people can go – almost all the way to feeling better by what they call reducing the burden. And it's the same list, Terry, that we've seen over and over again for everything. And it's basically gut health, avoiding processed foods, reducing um, any plastic that touches your foods, getting all natural cleaners for your cosmetics and your house cleansers, getting some houseplants, drinking filtered water, turning off your cell phone and not leaving it charging all night right next to your head. Uh, in other words, minimizing the EMFs exercise is one of the main things that we can do to help this detoxification that isn't working right. Um, lowering stress, getting some sun every day, eating foods that are high in folate. And some examples of that would be beans, spinach, avocados, broccoli, asparagus, oranges, um, so yeah, in a nutshell, it's reducing the burden and then making good lifestyle and diet decisions. The testing is very affordable. And if you need to, your doctor can give you some really simple supplementation that could really make a huge
1: difference. And Terry, it is so exciting because that might be something we can do. Oh, I will so be getting the test. I mean, I think I'm managing my depression pretty well, but I am, you always hear me say how tired I am. I am just tired. I'm always tired. You are. Yeah, so I would really like And extreme fatigue that. and low energy are on that list. Well, that's a lot to, uh, to to learn. You did a very, very good job researching, very thorough, but it's amazing to me that all of that is true and we don't hear about it. And if exactly. you write it down, by the way, M T H F R. It looks enough like um shorthand for a curse word that it might help you remember it. And I'm not saying that because I want to act like a twelve-year-old okay, well, here, but just and because... the younger
0: sister says it looks like Monday, Thursday, Friday to oh, me. Okay,
1: okay, okay. That's way cleaner. Okay. See, you're such a good girl. Okay. Either way, it'll help you remember. M-T-H-F-R. So thank you, Scott, for sharing your story. Thank you for reaching out to us. That was really cool that you um, really wanted to help the other people in the community and let us all know that something has worked for you. Um, We will do the testing because uh, I'm coming up on a physical anyway, and I'll just ask for it and let you know if uh, it helps us as well. And there's tons of information online. Just Google it. Mm -hmm. And we will be linking to some as well as to the original episode that got Scott thinking down this path.
0: And if you enjoy our podcast, check us out on social media
1: and just see if that is another way that you can nourish yourself. Well, thank you again, Scott. And thank you, Bridget. And we'll be back next week with a fellow mental health podcaster.